Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros. As you know, the last couple weeks we've been in Los Angeles recording some shows while the boys from Black Rifle Coffee have gotten ready to move their offices from Salt Lake City to San Antonio. Well, they were back in Salt Lake City last night, uh, packing up the rest of their house, and uh, we decided to do an impromptu show in Matt's abandoned house. The The gun issue, obviously, is, is a hot-button topic these days, and uh, we've all been getting killed for it online, and we decided to sit down and, and have an open discussion about it. But first, we're going to do some sponsors, as always, and then hop into the show. First up, we've got BlackRifleCoffee.com. As you know, they are our chief sponsor, which Evan loves to hear. And uh, they've got some of the finest coffee in the land. Forget, forget that these guys are, are, are my best friends. They make the finest coffee there is, and uh, I really enjoy it. I've been a, a member of their Coffee of the Month Club for... Fuck, man, like a year and a half at this point. Shit's about $4 cheaper than Costco, and it just gets shipped right to your house on the same dates every single month. Grab life by the beans. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the promo code Bros for 20% off. That's a one-time use only. Uh, or you can type in the promo code uh, REVOLUTION, as in Ross Patterson Revolution, our sister show that a little a little gent like me runs. Um, and that's also a one-time use for 20% off. Uh, don't tell Evan and the boys, though. I told you that. Uh, <laughs> next up, we've got uh, StrikeForceEnergy.com. Yeah! Uh, these are these are day one homies, man. We've been with Strike Force uh, from the get go. Huge fan of these guys. They got four amazing flavors: original lemon, uh, fucking orange, and make America grape again. They have also got a 750 milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop, and you can just boom boom pop a couple squirts in and motherfucking go. Um, it lasts longer than five hour energy, and you can kick the can. You don't need that bullshit anymore. You can get rid of Red Bull. Monster kickstart all of it. Go to go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get yourself a tasty tiny little tin pouch full of energy that just rips open and squeezes into all of your drinks. Um right right now. I'm fuck, I'm drinking it right now. It goes great with vodka, by the way. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code drinking bros for 20% off. Big fan of the guys at Strike Force Energy. Uh, again, strikeforceenergy.com, promo code drinking bros, 20% off. Next up, we've got ghostbed.com. Sleep so good, it's scary. Dude, the guys at Ghostbed are are changing the game. Uh, they've got the new Craftmatic, which just ships to your house. That that motherfucker, you don't even have to to build yourself, which is amazing. Same with the mattress. The mattress just ships right to your house, and boom, you pop it open. It's ready to go. Same with the 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 bed frame, and it's adjustable. It's got a remote control. It's got uh, LED lights on it. It's even got like cables and plugins for like iPhones and shit like that. Um, it's it's kind of crazy what they're doing over there. They've also got this new cooling mattress, which is like 15 degrees cooler than the rest of your house. Uh, if you're like me, I'm a cold sleeper. Like, I enjoy that shit while my wife cranks up the fucking thermostat. Like, we live next to the gates of hell. 
Uh, GhostBed will keep you nice and cool for the evening. Go to GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Typically, they run a, a deal that's like $50 off and two free pillows. But uh, now what they're doing is... Uh, they're fucking doing. They're they're giving the best deals possible. Like you can get like four hundred bucks off a of Craftmatic. So go to go to fucking uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and find out the deals. I want to say I think they're giving away like four hundred dollars off shit. They've also got a pay as you go plan, so you don't have to buy that shit all at once, uh, which is nice because uh, that's look mattresses are expensive. Uh, they they're they're pretty fairly priced here at Ghostbed, which is nice. But uh, big fan of those guys. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we've got grill your ass off. Man, it is about 76 degrees here in Wilmington, North Carolina. And it is gorgeous. It is grilling season. Now that ass eating season's over, it's time to hit that grill again. Um, grill your ass off has got, uh, it's got like some of the finest seasonings you've ever had for your meats. Uh, steak seasoning, chicken, sausage, all, all that shit. They've got it. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Also, follow their Instagram uh, at grillyourassoff. I like to call it meat porn. Um, one of my favorite Instagrams. And they also have videos on YouTube, how-to videos for cooking certain products and, and using their seasons properly. And they've always got new seasonings coming out, which is awesome about these guys. And they're they're 100% veteran-owned. So if you're going to buy meat seasoning, instead of getting it from like Lowry's or whatever that bullshit is it at the store, uh, just get it from growyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for 15% off. Again, Drinking Bros, 15% off at grillyourassoff.com. It's grilling season. Ass eating season's over. Uh, next up, we've got Sig Sour. Oh, boy. They just sent me a stainless steel 228. And uh, it look, it's so beautiful. I didn't want to fucking shoot the goddamn thing. I just want to stare at it. I, I almost want to fuck it. Like, that's how amazing that fucking piece of of uh of steel is um jesus man they're, they're really doing it right they're doing it so right that they don't even have a promo code for their shit they're just like yo just talk about it uh you'll see how awesome our shit is when we send it to you they didn't even know that i i had fucking two sigs before but what ifs um go to sigsour.com and uh check out check out all their fucking firearms they're they're spectacular and again no promo code they just they were just like yo we just want to be a part of the show which is dope uh, last but not least, we got the Caillou app. This is another veteran-owned company with Facebook going down in flames here. Everybody's kind of wondering what the next social media app is going to be. Uh, check out the Caillou app. It's K-A-Y-U. It's, uh, it's available on phones, uh, iPhones, Androids, all your shit, burner phones, whatever. And it, it's, it's kind of combines like Tinder, traveling, vacations, all that shit. Um, so let's say you're going on a vacation, want to split the cost with somebody, a cruise maybe. Um, or let's say you're, you're looking to, to, to stay at somebody's house, kind of like a home away type sitch. Where uh, it's kind of like Airbnb too, where you can, you can choose people, maybe split the cost of a vacation, maybe hang with them, maybe even bang them. Uh, I got, I, no lie. I got a thing, uh, online that just said, Hey man, tried out the Caillou app. And, uh, I've been fucking this girl up in Fort Bragg for like two weeks. Good for you. Uh, that's what, that's what the shit is there for. Um, go to, go to the Caillou app in, uh, in all your app stores. And this, this is free. 
there's just there's no strings attached you can just download it and check it out tell me what you think about it uh it's a free app and uh dude i I think grenade soap's coming back next month which i'm fucking stoked about but uh let's get into the show again this was live from salt lake city last night uh talking about the, the the gun debate that's been going on talking about the marches that happened over the weekend totally spontaneous episode from matt's abandoned house in uh salt lake city and that look those guys were just sitting around drinking uh at the dining room table that was about the only thing left in matt's house i'm here in wilmington also uh potentially moving and uh well yeah man we just sat back had some drinks and really fucking got down to business as far as uh uh the gun debate goes so check it out We have you a guys, breakout show. You guys just went to oh, LA and forgot man. about Evan. Yeah, I just I. forgot about everything. Well, now, we now do. that's what, now we're now, that's why we're fixing it. Oh, hold no. on, yeah, hold on, hold on. I gotta troll Sebastian Bach for a second. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, is it Bach or is yeah. it Bjork? Bjorky. No, it's Bach. Oh God, it's Here Bach. We go. Jer- Jared Taylor, why don't you go. tell the audience what you were doing right before we went on air with Sebastian who's, Bach? Who's, who's Sebastian Bach? Okay. I don't even know. So uh, he's the lead singer of Skid Row. Yeah, lead singer Skid Row. Um. As some of you know, some of you might not know, Danny Warsnop, lead singer of Asking Alexandria, has come into Article 15 Clothing and is now the current president of Article 15 Clothing. Um, really? And uh, yeah, there will there actually be a really sweet article that Marty Scovlin is writing right now that kind of explains uh, how this happened and and what we plan on doing with it. But uh, you know, uh, as a lot of people might know, if they follow him, they know that. He is uh, very pro-American, pro-Second Amendment, pro-gun. Uh, and Danny had put a post up yesterday that just said, next internet craze, the shut the fuck up about guns, gun control, unless you are educated and have actual information to support your arguments challenge. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair post. And he post. goes, now there's one I can get behind. So he was quoting somebody else and 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 was like, great, yeah, it would be nice if, if, if people came to the table with real facts and everything like that well sebastian bach <laughs> oh yeah i mean even right here oh believe me i am educated fucking try me fuck the second amendment deal with the first amendment <laughs> yeah that's you oh, don't get one if I, you don't have two yeah, <laughs> so, motherfucker so sebastian bach <laughs> jumps in and says protect kids not guns argue with that and danny comes back with a very formulated argument that just says hey here's here's some stuff to think about and uh, as most of the other side gets anytime you give them a counterpoint to them yelling at you he just he just starts fucking going off like and fuck the second amendment deal with the first and then attacks him you know it's a shame that you use your position and and you make rock and roll and use the voice to be a fucking idiot and then that's when i jumped in and just kind of pointed out how much of an idiot he is <laughs> oh the world's a crazy oh, one kids yeah so it just keeps getting crazy. worse I, I feel like every time i open up facebook now all i see is guns either for or against that that's all that is in my timeline how about you guys it is and i'm gonna say this yeah. like i'm not gonna get too much into it in the podcast because my brain is just smoked and dealing with fucking jackasses but i'm gonna troll 
troll the internet really hard. Well, and I, it's going to be the team. It's a team effort. So we've got a lot of good trolls coming up. Yeah, yeah. And like the next week or so, expect something to like. I'm going to be really hated by the the anti gun crowd. Oh, yeah. Like really hated. Yeah. So. Oh gosh, more than you already are. I think I might be one of the most hated individuals out there. It's like yeah, all, the, all the old um, Cal- California or criminal. Uh, what is it? Law-abiding yeah, criminal law and all those got reshared. Yeah. They've the, got millions and millions of the, like an extra twelve liberal million versus gun, gun owner rap, rap battle. battle. Oh, but here's something I've seen. Like statistically, looking at how many comments I've seen from that side yelling their point of view, whatever it may be. I walk around wearing an AR-15 on my hat and generally a gun shirt every day. Yeah. And I'm in airports and I'm same, in public places. The same shirt. And not a single person ever has come up to me to say anything to my face. Well, or they don't say, want they don't want actual <laughs> conflict because then you can put them in the corner and like, actually present like it's like they're big on thought. Facebook, but no one's ever yeah. gone. We, I've even no, waited a, for a somebody's story. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to talk over you. I mean, I'm, I'm just waiting for somebody to just make a comment. Like, yeah. you know, oh, that's offensive or something like that. I mean, I did have, I had the one time I flew into Orange County, uh, I, I was wearing the Make Coffee, Kafifi Great Again shirt. Yeah. And I, I did have somebody make a comment about that. And I go, you know, this is a coffee shirt, right? And they re-looked at it and they were like, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what are you waiting for? Well, no, when or, we were, <clears throat> so when we were at Facebook last year, we saw a guy wearing wearing a, a a shirt with an AR on it. I can't remember exactly what what company put it out, but I walked up to him. and was like, "Hey, dude! Oh my gosh! I can't believe you're wearing this shirt in Facebook." And he's like, "Uh, yeah, you're interrupting my HR meeting right now." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was They're right. They're kicking me out of work. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit! Sorry." Well, wait, it said something like, like "pew pew," or it, it but was it, was, it was funny. It was it was, it was funny, man. It was a funny shirt. It wasn't violent yeah. at all. And then yeah, yeah Evan walked up. And was like. Nice shirt. I'm surprised you can get away with that here. And he goes, I'm actually in my HR meeting right now. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, shit. Because it didn't look like he was being counseled. It just looked like two coworkers. Having a chat. You know, having a, a cup of green tea, just discussing just the a, leaves. Just, you know, and, some chai. Yeah. Wait, is this deal. real? Yeah, no, that's this real. Is a real story. That happened, happened at Facebook yeah. when we no were there. No fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Like. You know, it was your, something your, like an amosexual or something from Nine Line. It, it, it was. was it was a Nine Line Actually, shirt. it was it was amosexual. It was amosexual. Exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. It's like wow. Huh. It, and it just had bullets on it. Yeah. It's like how someone, how someone easily offended unsafe. people are. Like I I just have to kind of think are about this really whole conversation. Are you really offended by that though, or are you just begging for attention? I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think there's a bunch begging. of people that that want attention. So badly that that they will continue to complain about any and everything. Your shirt offends me. Really? Look away. That's uh, yeah, that. Exactly. It's that fucking yeah. easy. Don't look like at a me. shirt. Can't bully somebody. And it's somebody, not. And you know? It's not, no. it's not it, like a widely offensive <laughs> image. That's unless attacking I was like coming character. into work with a shirt that said like JT is a fucking retard and I'm right. gonna fire him today. Okay, that's right? fair. Yeah. Like, oh, what do you? But mean? is that offensive? What do you mean, Jared? Or is that yeah, funny? This is just. It means nothing. It's just, it's just JT. It's just a shirt. <laughs> it's just a shirt. Stop being such a pussy. I mean, this is coming from when I had a group of individuals. Where I fucked Matt Best T-shirts, I wasn't offended. I mean, I, that was funny. My wife was like stolen valor and called yeah. them all out. But other than that, but you know. about five hundred people bought those shirts, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of those about fucking shirts out there. Actually. Yeah, there's I'm a not lot, offended. I think a it's lot fucking of hilarious. How many of those people do you think actually 
fucked you that bought that? I don't think. Uh, I don't 40. Know. I mean, <laughs> you know what? You know what's <laughs> scary up, about that shirt though is. Still to this day, we get tagged in photos. Like they actively wear that. There was shirt one places. the other day that someone tagged me, and it was like five days ago, and it tagged, and I actually liked the photo, and I was like, "That's fucking funny," because the joke's over. Somebody, like, no one. Somebody gets was that like, anymore. said they even went to pick up their kids from elementary and was realized what shirt they were in, and they were like, "Oh, whoops, <laughs> all done My that. Bad. Oh, whoops, Just all hey, done." And that. Ross, if our audio sounds a little off today, it is because we were sitting in my half broken down living room while we're packing, and we had a JT had to set up the mobile kit to get us going got the old mob out a little maybe yeah. debbie look at maybe. that um tell why don't you tell the audience how far out you guys are from from completing the move from salt lake city to san antonio we're we're the tips in on san antonio like tips the in. tips in we, we, we're gonna kiss the neck a little bit and do a little foreplay before we shut the i mean in. you know what i noticed though is we're so used to living out of a bag it's yeah, like we've I, moved there <laughs> well, I realize like, that sometimes because we're on the road so much. Yeah. Like I only live out of a suitcase, and I I don't notice any difference. Yeah, like it's like we were in Airbnb <laughs> in Texas for two and a half weeks, and like I didn't even miss anything. It in was my nice. Home. Be, like we went to Daniel's house, and it was like, oh, now now I'm living in San Antonio. I'm not yeah. in a hotel. I'm yeah. in a house, and I have all my stuff. Same stuff though. You yeah. were at the hotel, so that's I, funny. I don't use I, anything, Matt. I sent I you the picture anything. from the airport with uh, with the Southwest bag that I'm still traveling with that I got with you and uh, Noel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it, yeah, it, that travel life, you know, it's fun. It gets a little old though, but oh, you know, yeah, what you yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, w- one place for just just like two months would be awesome. Just just one place to call home. I'm, I'm yeah, in but the mood we would of- all have to like we we all have to like get in one spot, and then we can all relax. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, you know, we if have, we if we could talk Ross and come to San Antonio, you know, then, you then he gets a seat on the nice new set that we're gonna have. It's I know, gonna be crisp and clean. We should start that hashtag. Bring Ross to San Antonio because he's not even closed on a new house. So no, he's, I know. He's living. It's perfect timing. <laughs> it's perfect he timing. Keep, he can keep his summer home in in in, uh, in, in, Wilmington. in Wilmington. You're right. I could. And, yep. I absolutely you know? could. Finally how, how have is his. How, how I love San Antonio. Do you guys love it for real? Like, I love it. Love I, it. Not joking. I love, love it. Dude, it, and it's down to everything, too. It's like every restaurant we went to was awesome. Everything that we did, every every area that we that, that I ended up visiting was like, this, this is really nice. Just think about all the stuff we could do, Ross. We could write another book that never comes out. Another movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could make another movie. We could do all this yeah. shit, man. We could, we could film so terabytes angry of about content that, that we never release. <laughs> yeah. I'm so angry about that book. You have no idea. Like, I've dreamed of it's killing- It's still coming out, everybody, but it's just- it's on the back burner a little bit. I mean, we don't know. We're just waiting on the approval. On the DOD, this is nine months. We could have had a baby. We could have conceived it, had it, named it, and it be on the show by the time that we've... Because we literally have been finished with this. There's one person that's holding it up, and uh, boy, what the fuck. Was, you know, that, that, that just sparked an idea that if we do ever live together, the direction we need to go is a Patreon account where for $5 a month you're mailed a thumb drive that contains videos that will never see the internet. <laughs> you yeah, have but, to sign, but, but then they you have, have to okay, sign a, like, a thing that says if you put these on, you're kicked out of the club. But it's like a video. It's like a shirt club, but it's a video club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Fuck yeah, it. Let's do it. Club. We got plenty of ideas oh, for that. All the ones that can't. We have for oh. every one idea that sees the internet, we've got 30 that don't. Hashtag bring Ross to San Antonio. Yeah. Hashtag bring him. 
bring yeah, the what's uh, Tex Mex is good, dog. Tex Mex. I, I heard, is man. Good I, down there. Look, I saw I saw Matt's house. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, fuck. What if yeah. we could get you one right next door? You know? Forty dollars. Yeah, that's how much that thing cost. <laughs> he in Texas. closed on it for forty bucks. Yep, forty bucks. <laughs> Took that cash out of his wallet and was like, done. Done. Cash money. I'd say. Bucks. I'd say what. Now, I'll, I'll come out and visit uh, for sure. I'll come out and visit because look, I'm I'm nowhere near closing on this uh, on anything yet. So. Uh, I'll come out and visit. I'd, I'd love to see San Antonio. I've never been there. Yeah, I found a place where I could put a shack right behind a gas station. Easy access easy. to my, my food source. Nice. Jared, you could yeah. live in a cardboard box and be totally good like your entire life. Uh, you and Heather, have. you and Heather, just making fucking weird sandwiches together. Because now she's eating what you're eating. I, I've, I've seen pictures. I don't know about that. She's getting all fit, so yeah, she's she pretty fit. Those che- oh, didn't you? No, yeah. she does. She makes me drive her to these places that like are super healthy and stuff, and I wait in the car, eating a. Che- <laughs> you, you gave up McDonald's, didn't you? Say? I did. I have given up McDonald's. What? Congratulations. Yeah, what? I haven't. Had, I haven't had McDonald's in a couple weeks. Are you fucking kidding me? Who are you? I'm dead serious. I don't know. Oh. He's a guy moving to I'm San trying, Antonio. You know, I, just, I think I'm giving myself heart problems. <laughs> you think? You think? Copious amounts of saturated fat, sugar, and alcohol. I've I've always known that to reverse the aging process. <laughs> From what I hear, all the all I mean, the really, all the flat earthers could, are telling me that's the I fucking next thing. I down as having the worst diet on earth. <laughs> I don't. Think I don't so. think so. I think I think Mc- other people have worse diets because they eat what you eat, but then they drink at least like. I don't know, six liters of fucking Mountain Dew or cola. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't drink so. A day. Yeah. You know, those are the ones where you're like, dude, that's that's brutal on the your fucking body. The only drink brutal. other than water of choice of mine is, is I like black tea. I love black tea. That's, yeah, that's, that's not, racist. That's it's kind of racist. That's not bad for you. Yeah. yeah. That's not racist. Yeah, African American tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, it's from. Wait, like, what's green from, tea then? It's from like Thailand and shit. What are you talking about? It's from Asia. That's, green, uh, Matt, that's extraterrestrial tea. tea. Okay, let's not. <laughs> extraterrestrial <laughs> Irish. I, I can't. Irish. You're, oh, you're Irish still tea. being racist. Yeah. yeah. Shit. God, 2018 is shitty. I know. Yeah, 2018's <laughs> super hard to yeah, navigate. Yeah, you're you're always racist. You're a Nazi. You're always a yeah. fucking. I was I was accused of that <laughs> being in a, a blog Nazi. article of oh. being a Nazi. Yeah. It's like a, 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 what is, you were a misogynist. No, I was, no, I was, I was a, a misogynist Nazi. and a blasphemist because yeah. the photo that I took with the three arms with the yeah. guns in them said I was making fun of that whatever the Buddha the India. Oh, oh wow, Indian. They were yeah. really reaching. They really on that reached one, huh? on that one, like Shiva. Matt, uh, best vice president of black rifle is a black. When did this article like, come out? Jesus. Did they name me as being fat or anything? No, no. you weren't in there. It was just Matt and I. They Aww. wanted my head on a spit. They uh, they were talking about how like it was just the scourge of the earth, and Matt Best was what just blog a is this? Of shit. Yeah, I, I, and it's like, of course, the the high cheekbone, whatever camera friendly, like, and they just ripped me apart. I thought we were laughing out loud. It was so fucking ridiculous. That's great. It, was, it was super ridiculous. You know, like it's always good to. to to accuse a Jew of being a Nazi. Can we it's take super, a picture of you with the yarmulke? Yeah, it's like, super like, productive. Send, it's a, it's always good too to hear from like some blog article that's like literally never stepped foot out of his parents' basement, and then yeah. accuse a guy that spent twenty years like deploying for his country. It's a tactic it, it's, again. It's like this isn't a, this is a crazy. attention tactic. This is this is this the person, craziest time in America yeah. where if you if you're a conservative and like gosh man I wouldn't even say I'm far right I'm just like. Right to center. I, I get some. 
pro I've got I've got some pro both left and right views like I'm f- all for the legalization of marijuana which is a state's rights issue as far as I'm concerned that's a very conservative poli- policy but well, the was, progressives have picked that up I was but thinking hold about on, that hold though. on like I've got I've got like more here but then when you're like okay it's a state's rights and individual issue this is where we should be agreeing with the liberals we should be like hey guys let's reach across the aisle let's shake our hands you guys like pot we like guns Let's, let's just agree. Legal, let's agree. Let's <laughs> you guys smoke your weed and we'll fucking carry out guns and we're just, all and we're all going to drink some alcohol because yeah. we live in Utah and these people are fucking crazy about their alcohol, <laughs> right? So like at, at the end of the day, you would think like the centrist ideas where we could just come together in some of these issues and go, "Hey, you know what? You disagree. I disagree with you. You disagree with me, whatever it is." But just don't call me a fucking Nazi because yeah, yeah. like that ends it's the conversation. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's just so counterproductive. And where do you go from there? What what am I going to spend the rest of the argument trying to prove that <laughs> I'm not a fucking Nazi? What does that person know but, about Nazi politics? But like, they don't because they're like, I'm not a socialist, you fucking idiot. Plus, it was, it was a, a party, party from the 1940s. Like it's, They had a whole different agenda. Like That's what I was saying is, is it was decided that we were going to outlaw marijuana in what, the early 1920s? Whenever. Well, well, like, Whenever I'm just saying, the same people back then that decided weed was bad also said women couldn't vote and blacks needed to be in the back of the bus. Right. Like, Let's bring like, that up. <laughs> like, like, super, super great So why are decisions. we still going, ah, you know what? We should probably agree with those lawmakers back then because they had a lot of go- good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> a, like, like, I've never like heard a, anybody super anti-legalization, though. I mean, I know they're they're out there. I just have never encountered somebody. Well, it's just those, money those back by pharmaceutical weird. companies. That's it. We had a, that's those it. guys are fringe element people, and ultimately that's a powerful lobby group. Well, Ross is anti-pot. Yeah. yeah. He's, 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 <laughs> he's, well, here's you a bad. You're you're anti bad. Here's pot. a theory though that I have, yeah. and Ross, Ross, you might be able to to kind of weigh in on this a little bit. Like in 2018, with Facebook, with social media, with YouTube, and everything the way it is, we have finally reached this pinnacle where 15, 20 years ago, everybody that we saw, everybody that was fed to us in entertainment, was filtered. By tons of people. Yeah. Now there's no filter. Now we are subject to stumbling across every fucking asshole's views in his house that turns on a GoPro that fucking goes live on Instagram or whatever. Like, there's no more filter anymore. And now we're really seeing... We're seeing the depths stupidity. of humanity's stupidity. I think <laughs> I, it's it's the craziest thing where you, you've got a lack of, of education or at least science education. Uh, with with this emphasis on everybody has a voice, and it's like, wow, what we're seeing is just the deterioration of American education system right in front of our eyes, and the ability for people not to even research any further than some fucking semi-articulate wingnut on YouTube. The flat Earth movement is a perfect example of that. It's crazy to me that there are all these people out here that I mean, there are tens of thousands of people that really believe the earth is flat and yeah that's that's insanity and we're and we're seeing it so you know i just have, don't understand is it is a hobby like who can like even if you do no. okay i believe the earth is flat 
it's over right then. Like, do you need to go to conventions? Well, no, do you need because, to, because they're trying do you need to, to talk about it. They're like, trying to prove to other people like you and I, like you guys are stupid. You need to wake up. And it's like, NASA's, but even if they proved it, does it change how we live? We I should know. start a space program where we take flat earthers and fly them into space and, and waste then leave a bunch them of money. <laughs> guess what? That, that's the stipulation. We just, we just if the earth is space. flat, you get to come back down. If it's yeah. round, sorry, bitch. <laughs> you're up there eating astronaut food for fucking until your bones no, 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 fucking we, deteriorate we from low the gravity. Airlock. Oh, the air. Oh, yeah, you're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that would mean, be a good way to I mean, just try to, try to trim back to get the rid stupidity of, in, yeah. in the United States. Yeah, you ever think about that? I just went really down a rabbit hole in my head. Like you, the UFC or old like battle axe fighting in zero gravity. I mean, cool. it's cool. But yeah. I mean, again, like as uh, in 2018, <laughs> we are at this point where any idiot that is able to make money can purchase food they don't have to work for it anymore or anything so no. it's like you have we we are at uh yeah but i, I i'm happy to be one of those idiots people. but i'm like well aware of the people that actually make that shit happen oh yeah i, I mean it's like when I, you tell the ranchers he can't like, have a gun i'm like that that's cool people don't know retard. where their food comes from yeah <laughs> well that i mean what, 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 there's like a fraction of a percent of the population that's vegan there's a huge percentage of the population that says they're anti like and when I say comparatively, like you know, vegan, right. or vegetarian. There's a huge percentage of people that are like, I'm against hunting. You don't. You, you're fucking completely out to lunch. Yeah, like that's, because uh, that you is, don't understand. That is the definition of insanity. Where you're, like, like, I go to the store to get my meat. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. like, how. Or, how else do we like? That's where you start your conversation yeah. with these people. Where Ultimately, does that come from, it, dear? That, I get it from the store. That's where I get but it. But the same thing. If you if you cross referenced, like if you truly cross cross referenced every major person inside PETA and everything like that. To every product that they use, there's no way anybody's 100% non-animal. Because how many of them probably have BMWs? How many have Mercedes? Yeah, leather seats. Like, <laughs> yeah, leather seats. But the other issue is, is like, when you, when you really look at this, people get so spun up about these issues. And we can all agree, like, animal cruelty, 99.9% .9 of the planet would say animal cruelty, completely wrong. Unethical. Yes. Right, exactly. Okay. So we can all agree on that. And then it's like, ah, you know what? I want to go hunting because it's, you know, it's very, it's part of my DNA. It's part of my family traditions, it's how I feed my family. It's something that I enjoy. Like that's my prerogative. Ultimately. I always use this analogy too, or it's like, imagine being grow like growing up in a fucking jail cell and that's your existence. And then you get like walked down to the, the slaughter room and then. Think of that when you get your McDonald's or think of the hunter who's harvesting meat in the capacity where little fucking Bambi, you're out there chilling with your friends. You're having the greatest. And then you're just kind of gone. That's it. Not no pain, really. You just I mean, we you don't went, even know. But I don't. I, out. I, I, you know? I don't think people PC have day. ever watched National Geographic and seen a lion take down a gazelle. Dude, yeah. If it's you're a, if, it's if a you're a vegan or violent and painful fucking. Uh, there's go, a good go to Instagram. Yeah, nature, nature is, is metal. metal. Yeah, <laughs> I, I fucking love that. It's like I, such a good one. I fall into the food chain. It, granted, it's it's with a piece of technology, right? But that's yeah, part true. of my evolution that's like when you say okay well i've evolved past like grabbing the animal and twisting its neck well yeah i get to use a bow and arrow or a rifle that's part of the whole fucking thing we won great got a bigger brain you're part of my food chain that's the way it works 
And it's so crazy to me that people are like, I eat meat, but I'm totally. Oh, you know, I went, I've been going down hypocrite. uh, You're a hypocrite. YouTube rabbit hole lately. There's all these Cambodian videos of them trapping uh, animals. Have you seen these? Oh, like these I have, yeah. crazy fucking traps that yeah. these guys, these Cambodians build. I mean, for everything. Like the last one I watched last night is he trapped a gator. Like he brought this cement slab out and built this this whole, he built a path coming up from the lake and then built this like almost bamboo like like step cage that he that the alligator would step on and then he put a live chicken on there. And sure enough, left the GoPro, gator comes up. Trips the trap, cement slab comes over the hole and traps the gator, and then he rolls in and grabs him. And he's like, "Dope dinner is served." Yeah, dinner <laughs> had gator meat. I mean, like but, gator jerky. But the way that they fish over there, like I've never, like I never would have thought of it. They build these fish traps that are fucking brilliant. That are the, oh these the, tubes. Yeah, the tubes yeah. where they walk. Yeah. It's like swimming. Now that I know that, it's like shit. If I don't have fishing gear, I now kind of have an idea on how to do this. <laughs> yeah, look at that. I, you I would, you I, learn I, something I would new every day in Cambodia, don't you? Yeah. So we were talking about hunting and hypocrisy, and Jared just talked about some goddamn Cambodian fish trap. Yep, nowhere Is there near a it. way that nowhere, nowhere near fucking it. near it. Have you seen these goddamn videos on Cambodians? <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, 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 your fence, down to I, me I, I brought stay up on top. Axe of. fighting in space. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed that one real big. I forgot. I forgot how to podcast. Well, you know, you were talking about hunting, and I was. Those videos have been very interesting to me lately. <laughs> Ross, very influential. Like yeah. your what's, daily. what's new in your life, Ross? Like I haven't talked to you for a good minute, other than the random phone calls about some production stuff. But what's up, man? Yeah, I, I uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you are. Like I'm I'm just fed up with all of this shit that's going on in the world today. Where I I can't believe that it's it's happening. Like we were working on the production thing, uh, like you talked about, and like I, this is the first time ever I've heard a casting director say. Hey man, there's only four people alive in Hollywood. Oh yeah, this do- is actually so the guys don't know this story. So the skit that we all collectively wrote, we it was a little bit different premise about a year and a half ago, but we decided to tailor it towards a different objective, which is to counter this fucking ridiculous mm. argument right now. I gave it to Ross, and we're like, "Hey, maybe we'll blow this out of the fucking the park, and let's yeah. shop it in casting in Hollywood, and, and see if we can actually get some dope actors." And you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, "Ooh, super edgy. Probably won't do it." And then this is what came back. What What'd you get, Ross? We, we got we got from that came back as, "Hey, we have about four people who would actually do this. Also, we don't want to even send this out with any of your names on it because." This or the or the casting agency's name, they wouldn't put their name on it. Correct. Or the casting agent's uh, name at all because they didn't want to be associated with it, and, and it just because it, it it has guns in it. Um, and I, I was like, I, what I got about off, Deadpool too? Uh, yeah, he, exactly. Shut up, logic. <laughs> yeah, shut up. So here, here's the thing: I get I get off this phone call, and I'm like, man, you've got to be fucking kidding me. We had look, we had problems in L.A. with Jared uh, trying to get a couple guests where they were like, man, you guys are too aggressive, and the two A shit and everything else you do is too much. And I'm like, fuck, man. To Evan's point, all I keep thinking about was you have all these motherfuckers online who are unfiltered, going saying whatever the fuck they want. Kathy Griffin, all these people. Yet Hollywood has gone an opposite direction with it. Um, today there was a fucking, uh, th- that gymnast, Ali Raisman, they're, they, they're thinking about banning leotards from gymnastics. Cause all those kids got touched. All those gymnastics got touched and they were blaming it on the, on <laughs> the, le- on the leotards. What? Yes. What? 
And she came out and said, hey, we're not banning leotards uh, because it's only enforcing the thing that we were too sexy and we deserve to get fucking molested. And um, so, so that was that was another thing. I, then literally, I, like I go to open up my my messages on Facebook. Four of them were about you, Evan. And they said, hey, I heard a rumor that Black Rifle Coffee, this is dead serious, that Black Rifle Coffee was going to take the, the word rifle out of the company name. What? And, <laughs> and, and really? I, dead, dead serious. And I, I'm thinking back and I'm like, I forgot that March was on Saturday um, for the Parkland thing. And, and like, I, you start questioning yourself of like, all right, maybe that sketch went out at the wrong time or to the wrong people or whatever. And it was like, I, I don't think so anymore. I think everybody's so afraid to do anything that involves something edgy right now that it's really fucking shit up. And uh, I just kind of felt like the last couple of days, I just kind of felt down about the way everything is going. Um, obviously, Matt, your sketch is going to destroy that mold. I have a book coming yeah, I out. I just don't give a fuck. Like, I don't make shirts that say zero fucks given and then not act on it. Like, I, I don't really Skip care. It. And honestly, it's it's a way of bringing the conversation back to like, hey, if people want to talk about a proactive way to preserve life, everybody, no matter what fucking side of the planet you're on, will be in that conversation. But if you start bringing up dumb shit, then I'm going to make fun of your dumb shit. Case in point, fuck you. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, and to that point, Matt, so this is what I've been going through was I've been back and forth with the publisher from At Night She Cries while he rides his steed. They have the <laughs> God damn it. I missed that. Um, they, they have the rights to the sequel, but they have 30 days to pick it up. And that was in my my first contract. Um, I got into an issue with the Harriet Tubman thing. This was two and a half years ago. I had a, I had a chapter with Harriet Tubman in it. They were not happy about it. It got removed. The book did well. I said, look, on this next one, I'm putting it in the next one. It's going to lead off the next one. And uh, they got it. Needless to say, they were not amped, especially in, in today's climate, which is literally just two and a half years later. It seems like it has changed that drastically that, I mean, they were, I get a, I get a message from the president, like, like they were personally offended uh, and they didn't want to do it. And I was like, fuck it. So I doubled down. And in my contract, they said, remove it. And I said, no, I'm not removing it. And as a matter of fact, I, I did the artwork. So I hired Jared's good buddy, Jay Acosta. And um, stud. he's a stud. Hey, stud. Bleep that name out. Bleep that name out. We yeah. don't need him getting out there. Not in the bad way, but he's Kevin a real Riley's good man. asset. Yeah, we're we're not not lots of he's one of those people that's so good. You don't want him to get used. I have I have a couple Hollywood people left that haven't got snatched up. He by made studios. The, that gift right behind you guys. That's yeah. that's Jay. That's nice. Shit. <laughs> um, but that was the first thing. But anyway, so I, I hit them back when these conversations were going on. So and I asked Jay, I said, hey, can you design me this artwork? I was very specific about it. I had it in my mind. And it's me. It's my character and Harriet Tubman on the cover. So what I did was I sent that back to the publisher and said, not only am I not removing this chapter, but here's the artwork because I have that in my contract. Um, when this comes out next month, when you see the artwork for this, it's, it's going to terrorize your mind. You'll know the story now, but needless to say, they're not going to do the fucking book. Um, right. And I'm tr I'm, I've been left in the last few days, and I guess a couple weeks, just trying to figure out like where everything is, where does it go from here? Um, and we didn't, by the way, we didn't pre-rehearse this before we got on the show or anything like you guys just happen to talk about it, but this is the... Everything Evan, Matt, and Jared are saying, that, that's what I feel I'm going through in a completely different facet of, of career and life. And I'm like, 
where the f- where the fuck do we go from here? If we everybody's offended by everything, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, if, I, if, if I, everybody's offended by everything, where where do where do you go as a society in yeah. a in a Paper culture? Paper best twenty twenty. Yeah, bitches. Yeah. Not yeah. Just <laughs> I don't know. I, well, not I, me. I, I get blackmailed too easy. You know, I I think that there's I think that we we actually don't go to a a, a great place. Uh, I think where everybody, you know, if we talk about like microaggressions or trigger words or everybody is offended by everything, everything, there's no way there's no way you can even open your mouth. And I think that's quite literally what the objective is. It's to put on your 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 virtual reality fucking headset and sit in a chair in your living room and jack off 24 fucking hours a day. And I think that's the objective. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist in the way that, you know, there's somebody pulling the strings. But ultimately, what would be the best thing for people in power is to de-arm society, shut them the fuck up, and turn them into shit machines that just bought things from them. So I think if you buy into this reality... Google neoliberalism. I think if you buy into this reality and if you don't fight back, if you don't be proactive... And, you know, there's ways that you can fight back. And I'm not saying, like, you know, go and take violent action. But you have to be outspoken. And you have to be just as offended by this neo-progressive horse shit. Like, I'm offended that you're offended. Where, where do we go from here? Yeah. You offended me yeah, by being you offended. Offend, you offended me by being like, offended. Who's more you know, important now? So just make the fucking conversation so childish that there's nothing they can do. Like, what... what I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm offended. What the fuck are you going to do? I yeah. said, fuck, fuck you. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Well, that's it's a hypocrisy. It's, it's a fucking if, if one word. side can, in, you know, in effect, believe that their offense, feeling offended is, is more than you're offended. Like it, what? It, no, what it does is it opens, it opens the airwaves up. I mean, what, what's going to happen is things are going to get so boring that if we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to, we're going to do no. fine. Like, because, like, like that's like what we need to eventually do is just bring back fist fights because people need to get beat the fuck up. They need yeah. to open their you're mouth fucking, and get you're fucking, preaching my and, choir, dude. And they need to get punched in the fucking mouth. Like the the beauty of like where society goes these day, days with like technological advancement and all of that. It's like great. And the whole objective is to create quality of life and preservation of life. It's like yes, we're learning to cure new cancers. This is fucking awesome. But the problem with that is the fucking shitheads of the world get to live longer and they have an easy fucking life. They never got their fucking ass beat. They never went through any trials or tribulations. So they're in effect their whole fucking life is like oh. I'm man of course we should ban guns like fuck you motherfucker like i've seen the terrors of fucking life in my goddamn face i don't want them to happen to my family and guess what motherfucker when i'm in the mall with my mpx and there's a fucking active shooter i'm plugging that motherfucker 19 times in the face from 100 fucking meters away and saving everybody's goddamn life that's the truth of that scenario and if you're so fucking dumb to think that things go the other way fuck you like, look at, just look at the statistics. Look at the fucking 2017 CDC statistics on fucking firearm deaths, you stupid motherfuckers. Look at it. You can't argue fact. You can't argue statistics. They don't argue it's, those. Like, they it's don't fucking use those on as... Google, dude. It's on fucking Google. <laughs> they don't use them. Like, if you were coming at handguns, okay, maybe, motherfucker. Like, okay, there's less than a thousand long gun deaths a year, you fucking bitch. Sorry. I just, no. it's stupid. Just Google it, man. Just use the fucking Google machine. Google and, I, machine. I, I, and I think that's, that's, that's the whole it's point. It's around is a thousand. Like, sorry we have wrong, lost every it. ounce of intelligent conversation and just gone but to this. But I think this, that's the goal. Yeah, I that, think it's that the is. goal. 
No, this I this is this is, is this how is Soviet. Fast can we spread misinformation? This is fucking Soviet area, Soviet Soviet era propaganda tactics as far as divide and conquer. And and what people don't understand, I'm not saying that Russians are behind it. What I'm saying is no. is that people really need to wake the fuck up. The real enemy is not the guy sitting across the fucking street from you going, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to vote for fucking Hillary." The real enemy is the people that continue to maintain a two-party system. That's the real fucking enemy because everybody wins in a fucking... The only people that win in a two-party systems are the fucking two parties because they're constantly always in control. And the hypocrisy of these motherfuckers too when they're, they're, they're sitting there saying about how only police and only the government should have fucking firearms are the same fucking dumb libtards that are walking against police brutality. I'm like, pick a side, motherfucker, because the same people <laughs> you're saying are abusing power, you're saying let's fucking arm them higher. And listen, I'm a huge proponent for law enforcement, but Jesus Christ, you're being the, fucking you, hit so yeah. Two months ago, this was a different argument. No, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? And they're saying they're going to arm the citizens to fight the police. Which side are you on, motherfucker? The, you, can't, you can't follow the logic. That's the problem. Is It's so chaotic. It's, it, it, is, it is so insane. It is such a fast-moving target. There's no way that you can even put a sight on it. Not to use a great, and a great oh, analogy I see, I see at that point. I see what you point. did there. But there's no way you can even have an argument because the instant default is you're a Nazi. You're a racist. <laughs> yeah. You're a fascist. Yeah. You're a fascist. I'm a fascist because I love the Constitution, because I support the second, the first, all the amendments. How does that make me a goddamn fascist when I'm saying legalize everything? As long as you don't fuck kids, I don't give a shit what you do. Like, let's just put that in a fucking hey, policy. That's the new government. <laughs> don't fuck kids, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with kids. Everything else is on par. Go for it. Did, did <laughs> Pay you your see, taxes. Did you see the video I sent you last night? Of um, <laughs> It was anti-gun people are red facts. So I sent it to you on Messenger. I yeah, I probably didn't see it. Uh, if you guys, if you guys want to do me a favor, like look this up, and it's hilarious because there's a screen, and they hire these actors that are anti-gun. And, and I'll give it to a oh, lot of the kids. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. at the end, they're like, I guess like, look, one of the kids is like, I guess I blindly followed rhetoric that I just believed and I never actually took the time to educate myself. And I was like, oh, there was, what yeah. a fucking proud moment there for that young man There was a lot of life. videos of people at the march themselves yeah. interviewing people, asking them questions. And then they say, what you, are you here yeah. for? What do you want to ban? But they won't <laughs> listen to you. They just, just like to Evan's point, they call him a Nazi or they, or they say, oh, s save the children. Like, dude, if you think a fucking gun owner wants to see a fucking child pass in a tragic man, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Everybody here has kids other than me. Sorry. I, I want to know this. Know, I want to <laughs> know, you know, you have the, the superintendent of the schools in Pennsylvania that came out and he got press about putting buckets of rocks in every classroom. How do these people have jobs? Like after somebody does something so stupid like that, why aren't we walking in and going, hey, dude, you're done. You're a fucking retard. Like I'll, you're done. Dude, all of this. Like, I'll send this to you. I wrote my capstone project <laughs> in college on firearm and gun laws. And it's the same thing. I use the word of... Um, unintelligent emotional gun control and the perception of safety and that's exactly what that is well we have rocks we can fight your fucking lying to these p kids and you're gonna get them fucking hey, killed superintendent you're done you're yeah. fired i mean like, i believe that the american culture should absolutely change to being proactive to stop fucking violent acts like that but like that is completely setting people up for fucking failure completely like, oh yeah absolutely and i i can i can tell you this and I don't know, maybe this is this the same is true for you guys like I find myself more and more uh, reading this shit online, and and nobody's even open 
to another opinion. Nobody wants to hear but, it. Nobody even wants to try to understand somebody else's point of view. It, it's it's like Evan said, you're either a Nazi or a fascist, and it's so easy just to write and then walk away from something like that, and you're like, what the fuck? I, I can't actually well, what, have a conversation with you about anything. What is going on with the the cur like this this change in history? Like when Columbine happened, nobody brought up guns. As a matter of fact, that was right when they started targeting music and video games. Like because they said, you know, Which we were is actually like probably it, something that's more influential in aggressive behavior. It's a psychological like look at studies the on the movie it. Rampage. Have you seen that about the kid that yeah, just goes yeah, crazy? And, there's three movie. of those fucking movies. And yeah. you wonder why a kid that gets fucking shit on his whole life in school fantasizes about rolling in and fucking murking everybody. You know what I want before <laughs> you want to fucking ban guns? Ban idiot fucking parents from having fucking kids. No, Let's no, bring that, was, that conversation that to the table. One. You dumb fucks that want to shit out nine kids and can't support them and they fucking go do whatever they want while you fucking do meth in or your back of your trailer even Fuck even you. and I, I might be off on specific numbers but didn't this kid get the cops called on him 38 no, times it, yeah and reported to the fbi like yes. seven and he texted seven people so why aren't we marching the school. why aren't we yeah. marching on the fbi going hey who's losing their job over this no, no, yeah no 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 this, because it because it's too hard Oh. It's, it's too hard. So when you and the, and the, it doesn't meet the political narrative. The objective is to de-arm society, you know. And the, and the progressives will always say, well, you know, you don't have Abram tanks and you don't have nuclear weapons. You know, uh, you really think you're going to be able to Neither fight did the, the Taliban, government. but they beat the Russians and have given us a fucking run for our money. It keeps people honest. When politicians think when they make a fucking decision that they might get their head blown off. They tend to start to fucking sit on the right side of the fucking road a lot. Where it's like, you know what? If I make a fucking bad decision here, I, you know what? There's consequences. There's consequences because I'm going to have 30% of the population that's armed all of a sudden hate me and I might get my fucking head blown off. I might, I might want to check my rhetoric and maybe even check my fucking my voting. And people constantly say, well, you don't have an Abrams. You don't have nuclear weapons. That's not the point. The point is, is if we don't have weapons, if we don't have arms, there is no resistance. No. There is zero. We've resistance. never had to. We've as a, as as a country have never had to be occupied. Well, who the fuck? And there's gonna, and there's whoa, a big reason for who the fuck? <laughs> who's going like, to invade in, America? In, <laughs> I believe that the the militias. If we got invaded by a fucking another nation, the militias would be probably more effective than the actual fucking military. Like in certain this aspects, is, this is what has deterred both Russia and Japan from setting foot over here. They're going to fuck with us. <laughs> well, they, no, well, you want a disgruntled fucking veteran like me that dreams about shooting people in the face with a little bit of whiskey on me? Hell no, you don't want that fucking dude because I give two shits. Give me a fucking battalion of those wet behind the ears fucking right. Russians or Chinese. Are you fucking kidding me? They've, they haven't been in a war in fucking decades. The Russians are too concerned with fucking drinking vodka and butt fucking each other <laughs> than trying to fucking win a goddamn war. Who the fuck are they? Putin? Give me a fucking break. Like, who, the fuck they, who the fuck are they? This, so, is, this is called Spin Mad Up and Evan and Up episode. Like, this, is, this is the whole fucking game. It's like these guys, and we're letting these beta males and this progressively yep. liberal trash dump truck us because why? Like, what, that's the real question. Why? You know, one of the, the most brilliant things I saw that came out of uh, the school thing where it was like there was this young... 
female and she was she was pretty much saying like well you guys are walking out of school protesting guns where the fuck were you when this kid was getting bullied and sitting alone at lunch and whatever the course of action the students because you def- they definitely had influenced him into his behavior because he wasn't part of a great fucking society and culture in his school or that wouldn't have happened like that's how human psychology works where were you when you actually did something that mattered you weren't fucking there now you're walking out and grand we're all fucking young and dumb i've been there i'm yeah, still yeah. young and dumb and i Don't get mind. it but it's like change the dialogue man change it to something that actually will be impactful and make a fucking difference like it, I, it, but, it's so weird and again we're always but there there is there's always these sick there's always those sick people out there that fantasize about this uh, of course like, and and but how like, do you come together society to stop that rather than blaming i like not to use that general statement but a tool like whether like running people over in trucks we've seen it it was come on man they're like, criminals they, and and mentally ill people find a way they they do and I, uh, yeah. but, I mean, but but look at the way that you know the, the the civil liberties that we have. Like these are these are constitutional rights. That's the thing. Like people always talk about. Well, you know, we're not going to ban cars. You know, well, cars aren't protected in the Constitution. Actually, you have to go get a fucking license to drive a car. Uh, you don't get to automatically fly. You don't get to get on a plane and fly. But you know what's actually a constitutional right? The right to bear arms. And until that changes, and I think that's the thing, it's like they're trying to have this knee-jerk reaction to a visual representation of a semi-auto rifle. And it's like an assault rifle with a Picatinny rail is no different than a hunting rifle that goes bang, bang, bang is several times after you pull the we, trigger. We were laughing about this. We were calling it firearm racism, where it's it like, ju- judge judge me by what's on the inside, not on the outside. It's I, like, I think I they're racist. You know what? No they're one's racist ever... against blacks, actually. <laughs> right. They're it's a black firearm with no a foregrip on it. I have it. never yeah. seen a politician hold up an M14 and go, this yeah. is bad. Like, motherfucker, that that thing is a cannon. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, that, M14, is, that is bad. That'll that is, take your yeah. fucking arm off. Yeah. From a, from fucking twelve hundred meters away, yeah. that's what like, the fucking M fourteen will exactly. do. Exactly, but the so scary like, 223, yeah. 22 caliber. Yeah. But we need to get rid of these. Foregrip, shut like, the fuck no, up, no you uneducated <laughs> prick. Let's bring one of those. If any, if anybody has a cousin like that, let's bring them on our show. We'll we'll play nice. We'll play nice, but they have to sit through an hour of fucking questions. Education. One hour of just just <laughs> rational think, conversation. I, I will, and I will say this about the NRA. I will. Um, this isn't in defense, but. What actually should be happening in, in my mind is why are we, the guys that support the Second Amendment, why are we not marching? Why are we not in D.C.? Like, why can't we fucking get 180,000 people there going, these are our constitutional rights. The Fal- fucking oh, by NRA, the way, here, here are all the facts the you're NRA getting wrong. has a database of something like 30 million people. You haven't seen one email. You haven't seen one uh, announcement for a fucking protest or a march you haven't seen anything, but and, the, and they're, the, the they're bar- silent. But this is the problem with that man is is they've done such a good job by monopolizing this rhetoric. Where if you are the guy in your office that's pro gun and you go march, you're fucking fired because so everybody else is so risk averse. Everybody else is so scared of their employment based off of hounding. Well, yeah, a they counter, turn that a into countercultural. I fear view. for my life because I saw my coworker at the march. It, yeah, yeah. It's so it's like they've done a real good job at that, and like I, you, you are absolutely right. Like, what is what is me fucking yelling into a microphone do to change this? It doesn't but, do anything uh, other than again, like, like uh, uh, where's the statistics on mass shooters that even belong to the NRA? They don't. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's running around with these signs. NRA, the blood's on your hands. But but wait, but like, it's not. You look at you look at the national but, statistic of 
a person that has purchased more than one firearm legally, how many of those people have committed a crime with a firearm? Oh, no it's, it's like it's it's fractions <laughs> it's, of a percent. It, yeah, it's fractions of a percent. So yeah. it's like you're attacking the wrong the wrong area <laughs> again. Like, why aren't we marching on the fucking FBI building right now and saying, like, "Hey, who's getting fired?" Yeah. Uh, anybody? Mm-hmm. Anybody? Anybody going to get fired over this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> answer is going to be z- no one uh, off of that. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. You know, and and that's that we don't have any leaders. Like, and that's and that's the problem. We don't have any fucking leaders on the right. And I'm not calling these these kids leaders, but you know, they're they're obviously supported by you know several different media outlets, and they're obviously funded by somebody else because you can't organize a march off a bunch of high school kids fucking lunch yeah. money. So that was a well put together. It was a well put together effort. They got behind them. They pushed it hard. Yeah. You know, when you look at like just the T-shirts, the signs, the organization, that was a the the equivalent of a campaign management you, team. One hundred percent. And one hundred percent. I think that's the problem is with all of with all of us on the other side, there's there's really nobody going. Hey motherfuckers, we got to rally, dude. We got to go. We got to go to DC. We got to make some fucking signs. We got to get down there. We got to flip some cars. But the, you know, I think that's, that's a that's, great depiction of of the difference in cultures, where guys like us are just like, "Hey, man, I just want to do my own thing." You know, I, I got work. I, I got work. I got work. Man. I got a business to grow. I want my AR. I want my pistols, and I want to go out and shoot. I want to carry to protect my family and other citizens. Like that's it. I just want to do my thing. Where these people are so fucking bored and stupid that they just want to go march to feel self worth and self affirmation, and they're completely lost in their cause, even though they think it's just. We're gonna it's lose. Not just that's the problem. Yeah. It's like how do you rally this side to get motivated to fucking go for it and be like, hey assholes. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's the real thing is how do we protest in a way, you know, outside of of you know sitting here on our podcast? Like, how the fuck do you go down to D.C. and organize a rally? I mean, look at look at what we have. Like, we've got a, we've got millions of people that watch your videos, that listen to this podcast. You know how fucking hard it would be for us to put something like oh, this on? Shit. Oh my god! And you look, uh, it'd, like be it'd be nearly impossible. Nearly impossible. And when we look at trying to organize something like this man where is the organization and that's the that's the problem and that is squarely the fault of the nra like this is what we've been paying you for you idiots like yeah, it's they, time yeah where, don't where's fucking, all that don't money capitulate going? don't fucking roll over it's time for you to fucking stand up and organize something that says we actually vote and if you fucking take away our guns we're gonna vote you the fuck out of office so you can listen to the high school kids. You can listen to all the people fucking talk about it all you want. But you also have to listen to all these other people that vote. Yeah. And there's just no organization on that end. No, I mean, and, and, and that side has done a really well, well done campaign. It's what it is. I mean, how many videos have you seen where it's like, I'm a veteran and I don't believe assault rifles. And you're like... You fucking like thank yeah. you for your service, find, but you're a fucking God. idiot, man. Find, find me a but, find like, me a guy from special but, operations, which by the way has been carrying and you you and I both know it from infantry from a combat arms, from a combat arms MOS or a special operations military occupational skill. Find me a fucking guy that will say that on camera because a hundred or a thousand to one they don't fucking exist. And you know it, you know it as well as I do. Like they don't fucking exist because when you've actually engaged in combat, you understand that people are violent fucking 
like you understand you know, what's outside bags. what's outside these walls because some of these people have lived in areas their entire lives that aren't dangerous and and, and the, the problem is is like, it, it can be stripped away so fast i guarantee so fast. there there are places in europe right now there are people in that are living under when when i say you know whether whether regime and they have no firearms and i guarantee they wish they did and it can be taken away so fast. Our, our freedom cannot be taken for granted whatsoever. And if we are willing to just sacrifice these things, I think that that's the, that's the biggest conversation and the point that we have to bring it back, which is like, why do you want to sacrifice your freedom and your liberty? Shouldn't we be, shouldn't we be looking for ways to solve this with maintaining every freedom that we have? You check away your right for the United States government, Facebook, Google, Yahoo, and everybody else to look at you jack off and take a shit. Okay, that's your prerogative. But don't take away my fucking constitutional right because you want to feel better. Fucking fund better education systems. Yeah. Grab some more security. I don't know. Talk about the fucking school, the, the school policeman that was stationed there that sat for six minutes and peed his pants and didn't go in there because he heard fucking gunfire. Maybe we should be having that conversation about how he failed that day. How the law enforcement that was notified that this kid was a fucking wingnut how they were notified and they they failed. failed. Yeah. But are we, and uh, sorry to interrupt you, but what did you think of that cop outside the school? Did uh, did you see that guy? Yeah. He cowered. He, he cowered outside of a school. He's not only paid, but he took an oath and a responsibility. He listened to kids. For 20 some odd years. He listened to kids get fucking executed inside a school. Like, not only, not only should I, that guy like, oh my gosh, man, you know what? I'm, I'm a fucking coward, but I can't even imagine why that yes. guy hasn't fucking decided that he should pitch himself off a fucking tall building. Because I'll tell you that, that right there, I mean, it's not only the fact that those, those kids lost their life that day, but. Uh, oh yeah. If that's one of your kids and that's what the freaking uh, school resource if, officer if that, if that was you're, my you're if targeted, that was my daughter your target my, bro. My, my daughter i would not there? sleep until i had you, you, bet, you in better, a room with a floor drain you you, <laughs> you better move you better you better move to uzbekistan and yeah. change your fucking name and well, live in a goddamn that's not going to save yeah well cuz it's not he, gonna save he, so he's out, his name is scott peterson by the way um the oh exactly um and the the crazy thing is, so that that happened in Broward County. Do, do you know his his nickname is is the the coward from Broward? That, oh, I know. Geez. And they, they, before or after, after that, after so I, not after. before, but after, and like you know, he was put on paid leave for a little bit, and then eventually quit because he got, you know, it, it was too much. He 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 quit, and uh, you know, when I saw that video that got released of him standing outside the school, I'm like. What the fuck? I, th- that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys because I don't have that much experience with with AR-15s. This guy claims he was outside the school and he he couldn't tell where the shooting is coming from. If you're firing an, then go find it. it, it right? Then go find you know it. which direction to run, and you couldn't stop me from running that direction. That's the problem. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's called it's called direct to threat. Well, it, it, it's it's what the, you move towards the direction, dude. And, and then, but that's the thing. It's like loud. you know, that's the definition of courage, right? It's like no shit, someone's gonna be scared if you hear a fucking, you know, rounds getting thrown in a school. You're not ready for that. You're probably thinking about your fucking your nap later in the afternoon. But like, courage is standing up against something that's fucking terrifying. And 
You know, I, I just don't think that certain individuals are ready, ready for that. And I'm not fucking defending by any fucking means because you made an oath to, to protect your fucking community. Like that's that is your that's why you get paid that salary is to die in the name of you got good. a vest and you got equipment on too. Yeah. You don't have an excuse training and, and training, you know, and yeah. it's like if you're in that position, like you like, uh, you know, it is. It, it, yeah, yeah. That, that it, it's a, it's a very very unfortunate circumstance, and that I hope that dude fucking lives his life with that weight in his fucking shoulders every fucking day because he better. Yeah, because he, he's an older gentleman. I, I think he was in his sixties, and uh, you know when, when I saw it at first, you know you hear stories or whatever, and you're like, ah, maybe something else happened, and this they're trying to pin it on somebody. Then they released that videotape of uh, there was a 27 minute video outside the school they had cameras there and you saw the guy standing there yeah. during during you know all the yeah. shooting and i was like man you know what next time we we all get together i want to ask you guys that question because it just didn't make sense to me one would figure you would know exactly where that those shots were coming from and that you would go towards them uh his excuse didn't hold a lot of weight with me but uh i thought i'd ask that the last question i want to ask before we get to the drinking bro of the week is uh did these kids and again, I hate to say this because they're, they're they are victims, and I want to really, really emphasize that the the Parkland kids. But did did the the two spokesmen that David Hogg in particular, did he seem really fucking well polished to you? Like when he's doing these interviews and everything, almost like he was waiting for this day to happen. That's I, my, that's like hyperbole. I mean, Who there's all knows, kinds man. of theories you on know, this. I, I don't know. I mean, again. Though it's what he's I, being I mean, fed, yeah. I mean, if you, he's if being fed, you, man. you're you're damn right that they picked the right the a spokesman to to put backing behind. On, of I don't know course. what this stuff is his with gestures, his, uh, with his fist, and there's the, yeah, That's there's a fucking weird thing. Public speaking that you can see that he's practiced. I mean, the guys the, they're they're pumping resources into him to fucking promote. Well, and the reason look, obviously. the reason I ask, a, 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 another tape came out when he was doing a news interview where he was doing multiple. Well, they said he wasn't even there, right? He rode his bike and he wasn't at the school during the shooting. Yeah, and then, and then this news article, the, uh, this news uh, interview came out where he was taking multiple takes, like an actor, where he was rerunning the lines over and over and over again, and uh, and they they edited it together afterwards. Somebody leaked this footage of of him uh, not rehearsing because he's doing it on, on camera, but uh, they released his takes, if you will, um, trying to to give the perfect interview. And uh, he was in, you know, six months earlier at another school shooting in California. And it just, the guy seems really fucking creepy and odd to me. And he shows up at this. Re he was in another school. Yeah, shooting? And, yeah. Supposedly. That's why people are calling him a crisis actor. Oh my and, God. And then he, he shows it. So he, he does the rally on Saturday, but he's in like a Versace suit. And yeah, exactly. and, and it, the rest of the kids are dressed like kids. And it just, it didn't make sense to me. Um, you know, he did an interview with 60 minutes and he was like, I'm exhausted from fighting so hard and all of these people hating me and all this stuff. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, that's just my, my thing. I, I wanted to see if you guys saw any of that. You know, the, the, this stuff makes me so fucking irritated and so sick to be honest with you, because the rhetoric, uh, you, you know, I mean, we see it on both ends, right? It's like this, this dude, this entire fucking movement, and I, I turned it off, to be honest with you, on Saturday or Sunday, whenever it was. I, I, I had the TV on on Saturday. I was listening to the news and watching it. And it's like they, they're talking about things they have no concept. They can't 
even understand the difference between a shotgun, a rifle, a pistol, semi-automatic, belt-fed. Like they're, they're, they're lumping everything into one category. And they're trying to make a decision and come to a conclusion. And this is what they're, you know, they're, they're talking about in, in the news cycle. And it's like, all of these things are wrong. So they're trying to make points based on not, not logic, not fact. They're making points based on assumption. There was a woman, I listened to an interview, and she said, the, the, the guy across the, the aisle from her as they were debating, he was talking about, uh, he said, there's no difference between a semi-automatic rifle and an assault rifle. The way that you pull the trigger, it's a repeating cycle. That's what it is. It goes bang and it reloads another round. The woman on the other end, who she was applauded, said, you can't tell me there isn't a difference between one of these guns with all the rails, with all the sights that was designed to maim people and a hunting rifle. And he was like, there is no difference. It, there is zero difference between a 223 caliber semi-automatic repeating rifle with the same barrel length I want, I want and an assault rifle. I want to meet it's fucking insane. And all the bells and whistles don't matter at the end of the no. day. It's like, I want to give a 1990s Marine a fucking Comp M or an Egotech. He'll be like, I'm good. He'll take it I'm off good. with iron sights and smoke so the fuck out of a 600 meter target. Like, it doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like... Look, look, at, look at Lee Harvey Oswald. He didn't need some big ass sight, dog. He just needs some 1960s technology. <laughs> Goddamn. Ooh. Oh. Savage, Sharon. Oh, Savage. shit. <laughs> Man, bring I, some levity back in well, here. Well, yeah, exactly. Like look, a cigarette after all this. Lee Harvey Oswald has is, got that famous what? quote, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And um, <laughs> is that Lee Harvey? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Him yeah. or him or uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Either one. Who cares? Um, one but of those. Uh, I, I do want to make clear that all four of us, you know, all of us equally. Yeah, yes, we are extremely sad for the the Parkland victims and the students and all that stuff that that happens. So in no way are we trying to you know fucking dispel what happened or you know. I think that's obviously apparent. We're trying to give the conversation to being proactive to inhibit this from happening in the future. It doesn't exist with guns. It or exists attack with, the actual yes, problems first. Correct. Exactly. Like, that's the what that is. authorities that were told on multiple occasions that this was going to happen and did nothing. Yes, but in case... In, in, no in case rolling. I hate that. It's like, save the kids, not the guns. And you're like, listen, that's not how this works. We All of us want to fucking save the kids. Like, what? Duh. Duh. Yeah, and I, I just want to put that out there in case some asshole is listening to this going, oh my God, they fucking hate those kids. They hate this movement and all this shit. No, that's not the case. Like, um, We just want to have a smart, educated you know, conversation about it, which is not happening yeah, in today's current climates. Well, and I'm not saying like the, the kids aren't educated or they don't have their points because honestly, it's, it's, it's a fucking tragedy. And as, as a father of two, I can't imagine what, what the families and the kids are actually going through because it, it, it's, it has to be a, a horrible thing to survive. But they don't have the experience with America and or the Constitution. They don't even have the ability to vote. 
Yeah, and there's and that there's that clip that they filmed the girl ripping the Constitution in half. It's like, like it's like oh you, my you god! Have no, now the, you has, just yeah, you just went out the window. Well, you like, just want to like look and like you exist because of that piece yes. of paper, young lady. Like yeah. the, <laughs> honestly, and, and somebody pointed out too, like she she's uh, Cuban American, like and her parents were Cuban immigrants, and like the, I saw this whole thing, like oh by the way, you realize like your parents came over here because of a dictator that disarmed his entire population and. and and essentially fucking treated his citizens like shit. And here you are, ripping the Constitution yeah. in half. <laughs> but they, they couldn't recite one word. Out I guarantee it. it. Maybe we, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they could even put like we or the or any of the, like, and I guess that's the biggest issue that I have is there's no experience even with, uh, with, and you don't have to, you, you don't have had to have defended the Constitution to understand it. But it definitely gives us the right to fucking speak about it. Because when somebody's trashing on the document that we spent our adult lives defending, it's pretty fucking hard not to have a little bit, little bit of resentment towards them. Of course. You know? So I think that's the biggest issue is that, you know, the, the, the document itself is, is a pretty sacred document that we just can't bend over and butt fuck every time we don't like it. Like, that's not the way this works. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not something that's you know, a, a religious document that has to live in an ivory tower, but it sure as hell has to be respected. And anytime we decide that or have a discussion about fucking changing it, we can't just knee jerk reaction. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to white out this piece, put in another word. I mean, pitchforks. Yeah. Pitchforks. That's a good one. We'll have pitchforks. Yeah. I, I actually would love a pitchfork. You ever, you ever throw hay? I love it. Throw some I bales love of hay. throwing me some hay. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Look, Nicolas Cage didn't risk his life trying to defend it um, in multiple movies. Uh, so. What the fuck are you talking about? He was an army ranger that <laughs> army saved a plane full of ranger with terrorists on it. <laughs> he did. Dan Nick, Trejo he's, was there. Yeah. And then when he got off the plane, he got in his Harley and he was a ghost. Fuck you for saying Nick Cage ain't it. Yeah. He's the greatest American actor of all fucking I can't even he's say done that. It all. Oh, he's you, done, it all. He's done it all. You know my love for Nick Cage. Stop right there. <laughs> I, I, I want him to play uh, Mr. Vandenham in uh, in Rescue Sixteen. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. he would do it, right? Hey, uh, Ross, I've got a I got a pretty large bet with a friend of mine. Okay, and I'll see what you think about sure. it. Sure, it's it's a hefty bet. But I said that Ready Player One will gross one billion dollars the first thirty days worldwide. Wow. I, I will I will say you were correct on that. I know the uh, yeah. <laughs> I know the foreign box office for the weekend already. So it's oh my god, dude! China crushed with Pacific Rim too. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that movie 122 million bombed in America. Jeez, they don't care about America boy. anymore. Yeah. Um, no, it only did what 40 in America. Ready Player 30? One is, is is predicted to make 120 foreign already in like three days. So you're good on that bet. You'll make it. Hell yeah. You'll make it. You'll yeah. make it. Uh, we got some drinking bros of the week. It's been a while, um, kids, and uh, we heard your submissions. We got a couple of them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw two on here. Um, Richard Repka, uh, longtime drinking bro. His, uh, his wife is going through multiple surgeries and, uh, and needs some good thoughts thrown her way. Richard's an old school drinking bro. We got a new, new school drinking bro, uh, James C. Burton. Um, James C. Burton is uh, submitted uh, a guy named Paul Lindsay from uh, Jacksonville, Alabama. They recently had a, uh, a hurricane there that ripped through that town and, and kind of devastated it. 
and um Paul Lindsay uh was he was uh he's in I, he, it said he's done multiple tours in Iraq and uh, he came back and he lost his arm in that tornado and uh, still a badass sat down with, with ABC and still did an interview right afterwards said that he was moving on with his life and didn't really give a fuck. Um, and the guy's just a fucking badass. So, <laughs> <fucking> cheers. Yeah. <laughs> God, dang. Fuck. Yeah. Cheers to you. He said he's got too much living to do that. Uh, he's not concerned about the fucking arm. Um, so cheers. <laughs> Uh, I I had to read the article physically to believe it. I was like, holy fuck, that's true. Um, So to uh, dude, I I need to find a broette that might be willing to give him a hand. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well played, Jared. Nailed it. I do want to give a shout out to just like drinking bros in general, man. Like I uh, being in San Antonio and traveling a shit ton the last, you know, month or so. I've been running into a bunch of DBs and you guys are fucking awesome. Thank you. Love you guys. Seriously. It's been fucking rad. Thank you. Thank like you. I, I, I hope we do this until we're all great and old, and there's the newer generation of drinking bros that called us old and grimy, but it's going to fucking happen. That would be cool if in like five years we pass the torch to a different form. Yeah, we had a Mount Rushmore somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had a Mount Rushmore somewhere oh. where we were carved oh. into to a mountain. I like to be a humble dude, but you're goddamn right I want to be on a Mount Rushmore with my face. <laughs> <laughs> and for once in his rice, the, the Mount Rushmore? Life, Ross is going to be the smallest face on there to really drive him crazy. Oh, yeah, God. but he'll put something in the bottom of it to make the biggest dick. Yeah, yeah. that's your big dick daddy. <laughs> Nothing would grind my gears more than a small head. Grind my gears. Uh, this yeah. was a, this was an awesome episode, and um, yeah, it's great. To, That's very. It's subjective. great to have everybody back, and it's not. I can tell you, it is. Uh, for Mr. Matt Best, Jared Taylor, Evan Hafer, I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Deuces.